Hello and welcome to the What's On Podcast. This is episode 7. Uh, my name is Zachary. My name is Ryan. And today we're going to be talking about the new release, the new Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. We went and saw it yesterday and just thought we'd make a podcast talking about our thoughts on it and the final, like the finale to this franchise. Get so, it in quick. Oh yeah, definitely. Make sure our memory's fresh. Well, literally we went and saw it yesterday, which was the premiere, so <laughs> definitely won the first. Aye. So, no, we'll just go into a bit of the news that's happened over the last week and then go into the main stuff. Mm-hmm. So... I, don't, I didn't see much this week, but a couple of funny things I saw was, one, do you know, there's, first there's Matrix 4 coming out, mm-hmm. and John Wick, there's going to be a John Wick 4 as well, Okay. and both of them are coming out on the same day. <laughs> That's quite good. So it's... Keanu Reeves getting everything there. <laughs> well, it's, people are like marketing it as it's Keanu versus Keanu. <laughs> How would you do that? Because if, like, say, if you had like a premiere, would you go to both of them at the same time? That's the thing. I'll just go pe- to that one and then I'll go to that one. Pretty much, people are gonna have to like choose like which one they want to see. Like, like it's like, hmm, do I prefer Neo or do I prefer John Wick? Neo, I, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I prefer the Matrix. But, but then again, I've not seen any information to do with like the Matrix. I've seen they've done some casting, but mm. not like I don't know a lot of plot details, if any. The which comes out today. It's the yeah. we're recording today on the twentieth, so um, I think this will come out on the twenty seventh. But today's twentieth, and the witch comes out, which we've been pretty hard for. So looking forward to checking it out. But it's too early to have tried, seen an episode this morning. So yeah. um, we're looking forward to watching that for the remainder of this weekend. Came Bin- out came out two hours ago. <laughs> binge session this weekend. I saw James Cameron's mentioned it. He put out a thing saying he thinks Avatar 2 is going to be Endgame in the box office. Oh. And... I don't know. I don't think it will. <laughs> like, well, I don't know the plot about what's going to happen. It's uh, just going to be the same. It's, it's like going further into this world, but I think... Like, Avatar was the big thing mm. at the time. Like, the new visuals, the new, like, new technology they've had to implement to make this film... First, like incorporation of a proper three D yeah. film as well, when everyone was going like, you have to see this in IMAX, you have to see this in high definition, you have to see this in all this ways, and that's why it got so big. It also mm-hmm. being a really good film. Yeah. I th- well, I think it was a really good film, but I don't think it can regress that, especially against after all the yeah. waiting as well. And a lot of the stuff like obviously they did like you know like three D HD and all that. It's it's kind of like it's moved on because it was two thousand and nine when it came yeah. out. Obviously, that's kind of. It's either never used now, or it's just the norm. Yeah, definitely simple ones. I think Endgame is going to take quite a bit to beat for any film yeah. because of just how big an audience they built. Well, that's it. I mean, you, this is the second film that was like the twenty second, so you know, yeah. kind of works that way. Uh, one I've got was: uh, Did you see that the teaser trailer for A Quiet Place Two has been released? I I've not seen the trailer, but yeah. I did see it was released. It's literally just like a thirty second snippet. Mm. And it can't, it's got it's got more symbolism in it than anything. I mean, it's just like, you know how when they walked um, around, they had the paths that they put all the the gravel on or whatever the mm. sand so yeah. that they couldn't be heard. Yeah. They got to the end of one of the paths. Right. She looked at her kids. Kid nodded and kept going off. Mm. And then that was it. Stopped. Lovely. Thirty seconds of that. Mm. So. Do you say when it's being released? Uh, it's next year. Yeah. It doesn't. I think it said March. Okay. So it's quite close. March 2020. Mm. Christopher Nolan's just brought out a trailer for his new film. It's called Tenet. Mm-hmm. And good trailer. Like, classic Nolan, messes with time. Yeah. Like stuff going backwards, reversing time. Like like one scene at the end of it, it's like there's bullet holes in the wall. Mm-hmm. And they're coming in and saying, this hasn't happened yet. And, and, time, start, and time starts reversing 
starting the incident. You'd have to watch the trailer. That's strange. But it's just looks like classic Nolan, messing mm. with time, making a bit timey-wimey, wobbly. So, mm-hmm. always interested in that one. Another one that I got was pretty pretty funny news, was, uh, I'm pretty sure you must have seen it, the USA, when they were listing their trade partners, <laughs> they accidentally listed Wakanda uh, as a trade partner. It's great. Um, how? I do not know. I mean, you've got to be proofreading that, I, but... I think it's some guy who's just gone, it's my last day, let's, Let, let's, let's do something interesting. We're getting some vibranium today from Wakanda. <laughs> They're very secret. They're so yeah. secret. They've made a film, but they still don't know where they are. A trailer I saw yesterday, which I know you and uh, a friend of ours already knew about, was 1917. Yeah. Um, that looks really interesting, which I didn't know about before. Which is a film set in 19- a war film set in 1917. That's I don't. I can't really describe much more of that. Really. It's um, obviously it's during World War One, and two soldiers are given the task of delivering a message before the morning mm. to stop an attack which would be a massacre yeah. and one of the messengers brother is in that company that they need to stop yeah. but it's obviously them traversing through the war trying to get to the company so it looks really good it's and it's um, it's set like well the way that it's been shot it makes it look like it's as if it's one continuous roll okay. which is quite a cool way to is that meant to be throughout the entire film throughout the entire film it's one it looks like one continuous roll, mm. one continuous take, which is be must be bloody can, hard. Yeah, if you can pull that off, yeah, really good. Again, trailer from yesterday, Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four. I think like it looks good. Um, I think like DC, I think that's the only character they're really doing well with yeah. at the moment, like film wise. Um, although in the trailer it shows. Um, the character of Steve, can't remember his last name, being alive again, and he seems to be the character from the first Wonder Woman, yeah. not some sort of reincarnation or, or future relative, or anything like. Seems to be that version, which I think it could it could still be a good film, but it sort of like takes away from the original film mm. because it, it did have that dramatic ending, sacrifice himself. Like, but this is obviously like set years ago, isn't it? so mm. he's going to be alive if it's set in eighty four. If that works. No, it doesn't work. I can't remember much about Wonder Woman. I messed up. <laughs> no. Game of the Year has been, uh, was, the Game Awards were between recordings of our podcast and Sekiro Shadows Die Twice won it, which I was happy about mm-hmm. because I really enjoyed the game. Um, from Soft, Dark Souls game, so if you know them, you know them, and you know, they do really good games. I am surprised it did win, but I did want them to win, mm-hmm. just because of the quality of the game. One thing that's really enjoyed, because I know you're getting it um, this Christmas, was it's a game designed where you can't become like overpowered in mm. it. Whenever you beat a boss, you get memories which you use to increase your attack power. Okay. And you only get you can only increase your attack power going through the bosses, mm-hmm. which means you can never be OP for the boss. You can you can only have to get better in order to beat yeah. them. Or find a good trick. You can find some way to spam. I know some certain bosses you can spam blasts mm-hmm. in every game into it. Yeah. Always some sort of way. Uh, so I was happy about that. And then a few of the other games as well. There was like Death Stranding and Outer Worlds Control, uh, Resident Evil. I don't think Resident Evil 2 actually won anything. I don't, um, I don't see. But yeah, Death Stranding won a few things, which wasn't surprised. Like game direction, mm-hmm. which I totally agreed with. Massive game, but I agree with that. Although it was a bit, because I know you didn't watch it, it was just me who decided to. Stay up all night, yeah. all morning watching it. 
was some of the awards, like depending on the stage, like uh, Game of the Year, mm-hmm. Game Direction, I would say big ones, but then there was others like Best Voice Performance of the Year and Best Esports, all that stuff mm-hmm. that they announced like on the side, like that you went to a commentator who said, and the best winner, not on the stage, but just like side part, part, yeah. is so like Matt Nicholson won for best voice performance of the year. Mm-hmm. So like they announced it, and then they moved on to the next one really quickly. So I didn't really get it's a bit strange that, no? how they separated like which of the important ones and which ones. Because I thought like a voice performance would be a big one. Yeah. You would, wouldn't you? Just like went off to the side, said it, and then moved that's on. Good, that's because that's kind of like on par with the best like actor or yeah. actress, wasn't it? Yeah. You think. It's, I, I found that a bit weird, but it must be just time restrictions. Maybe. Um, Ozil, like, this is to do with, like, Pez. <laughs> yeah. um, so, the, I don't know, like, I don't follow football, but I saw this just because it's had the far-reaching effect. Well, I was a football player in the English Football League called Ozil, who plays for Arsenal. He made comments towards the Chinese treatment of Uke. It, it, it's um, a specific Muslim type. Mm. Like their treatment of Muslims and God. So, so he made those yeah. comments, uh, like condemning it, saying this is wrong pretty much. <laughs> and uh, China won, removed their live game, which was Arsenal versus another team, which was set to go live on their television <laughs> and replaced it with another football match, and also removed him from the game Pez, which is Pro Evolution Soccer. Yep. Um, so they removed him from all versions of that game. So it's safe to say they're not that's, very pleased with that. That's pretty petty. It is very petty. Uh, that's, that was something else in the game. And one last thing from the Game Awards was the Xbox... Uh, I can't remember the natural name, but the new Xbox has been announced. Which mm-hmm. looks basically like a box. Actually. But Including yeah. the name. What's the name? I can't remember. Xbox. Well, uh, I, I don't know the name. <laughs> I know, it's Xbox something. <laughs> but same store, bigger storage, faster, new games, better engine. Comes out next year. I think PS5 comes out next year, but I don't think it's released as much about it. Not much released about PS5, which I'm waiting for. <laughs> yeah. All the news I saw for this week. You see anything else? Nothing else. Those are the ones I've seen. Right. So that's news. And now it's going to like the main stuff, which was obviously Rise of Skywalker. First of all, this is obviously going to be spoiler-filled. Like, this is a review. This is a talk about the movie. So, I know it came out yesterday, but this is spoiler-filled. So, mm-hmm. uh, don't listen if you've not watched it. Come back after you watched it. Uh, so, starting off, like, it had a very quick exposition-filled start to the film, yeah. didn't it? Like, just in, like, the opening credits, it, set, it introduced Palpatine. Mm-hmm. It set the time. It was, like, this is a year after The Last Jedi. It sets... Um, Ray training with uh, Leia yep. or getting trained by Leia Kylo Ren searching after Palpatine and, and joining forces as it were yep. and also gets rid of the Snoke thing as well didn't it? Yeah well that's what we saw I mean like it kind of obviously like we thought Snoke was going to be quite big mm. like when it came up when it came up in The Force Awakens but then we realised no he's not but then because obviously at the start we saw in Vats or whatever yeah. it was like clones just clones of Snoke just clones of Snoke so obviously that's kind of I'll explain that away. Snoke was never really the, the big one. He was just being strong along. Pretty much by Palpatine, or literally a clone that he controlled. Yeah. And something I read into afterwards was, at, the, at that start, when there's various voices that Palpatine does, it's like, those were the voices of Snoke, of Palpatine, of Vader, I think, as well. Yeah. Of being the voices that said, change the way Ben's all turned into Kylo Ren. Mm-hmm. 
but I think that that start was quite good because it also it showed you the stakes mm. of failure. Yeah. If they were to lose, I mean, it showed you the massive fleet yeah. that uh, Palpatine had made on this Sith, Sith world, world, which was massive and mm. got to say a bit over well, yeah, over, over the top, over, <laughs> massively over the top. That was a lot of ships. I mean, it was like. He's been hiding away for so long. Don't know why he waited so long. Just because he's got this massive fleet that seems to outnumber even the first order. Well, that was, <laughs> or good, at least power-wise as well. It was good thirty odd years, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. He's been hiding away. Yeah, it's it's just strange. Isn't it? I mean, like you never really because one of the things I found about Palpatine is like you never explained how he got back. Yeah, I think it's both a bad and a good thing mm. because the bad thing is it's just like okay, you got chucked down, you essentially blew up, and the Death Star blew up with yep. you as well. How did you survive? But it's also, if they did give an explanation, yeah. it'd be very difficult to find one that fans wouldn't try to pick apart. Mm-hmm. And by not saying anything, they probably sort of got around that, really. Yeah. Because they can just say, oh, he's, he's just he's, there. He's just back. He's just there. Just Sith. Sith in a way. <laughs> Sith powers. Um, but the visuals for this film were really good, mm. um, especially during that starting scene, like the light skip jump, light speed skipping. Yeah. Like going through various worlds and just skipping. I thought the visuals were really nice throughout the whole film, really. Kind of makes you give, it gives it a bit more of a, like a scale, doesn't it? Mm. How many worlds can you throw in? Yeah. <clears throat> and it, I also found it good that the, with the like enemy pilot ships following them through mm. it, like they were skipping, then they were skipping behind them yeah. like immediately. I thought that was really good because previously it's just been sort of high space to get away, but now they're like following them literally. I mean, they never gave an explanation as to how they could do that either. I think that was a Johnson like incorporation in yeah. the Last Jedi though, isn't it? Where I think JJ Abrams like rushed away. Yeah. Yeah. So visuals were really good as, and one of the best scenes was at the end when <clears throat> all those ships come, music starts flaring. I really like the visuals because it was like each individual ship, even though there was like hundreds and yeah. hundreds, they'd made the effort to make each one of them and you could see at least some features and even the far out ones. But you could see differences as well. Mm. It wasn't like a copy and paste yeah. type <clears throat> CGI type thing. But yeah, it was like with with that Snoke thing being like a puppet, it's sort of like, I don't know, I just, it takes away from those first two films because yeah. he's been set up with the first two and then Palpatine's like come from behind took it. But it's also with like the film directing into it. it's like Abrams coming in at the end to like try and fix it all because yeah. I don't know whether like if Abrams had kept all three of them that Snoke would have been the big bad for the whole thing. Maybe possibly, yeah. But then obviously like what happened with the second one happened, mm. and then he's had to come in and direct the last one mm. and try and fix yeah. the mess that it was. I mean, I read into. He did an interview where he talked about like the offered him to do eight and nine, mm-hmm. but he said with the timelines he would have been almost certainly burnt out from it yeah. because he was like doing post production of Force Awakens when Rian Johnson like finished the script or started writing the script, mm-hmm. which would have been Abrams trying to do that as well, and with the two year scheduling that. Disney puts on them, like saying, we want it on 2020, uh, 2019, 2017, 2015. Yeah. Then we want that schedule. So it's quite, it's quite close, isn't it? Yeah. And he said it was too close for him to be able to put out proper content, especially with the pressure on. Yeah. This is a massive franchise I'm trying to bring back after 20 years, uh, 10 years or something. It's fair though, isn't it? It is it's pretty fair. fair. I thought though that with this one, it was kind of like a fresh plot 
mm. in a way. It's uh, it's not as copy and paste as some of the others have been. Yeah. I mean, like we were saying, like um, a Force Awakens was good and it brought the franchise back, but it wasn't. It was pretty much just copying a New Hope. And then yeah. I said the same with the Last Jedi. In a way, it was copying a lot of Empire Strikes Back, but this wasn't copying like the last, um, the Return of the Jedi. So it's it's it was fresh. It was it was good. It changed. It was definitely its own thing. Yeah, and. But the thing is, though, like, obviously, it embraced a lot of other stuff. Mm. Like, it took inspiration from both old and made new stuff. Yeah. Because, I mean, we had quite a bit of nostalgia yeah. in it, because you've got Chewie still about, the Millennium Falcon still about. Mm. You then meet Lando Calrissian again. Yeah. He's back. Leia's obviously still in it for now. I do feel like this was, even though they did have that, they were more side pieces. Yeah. And this focus was truly on the new characters. Mm-hmm. Like it was truly on um, Ray, it was truly on Finn, Poe, and Kylo or Ben Solo, yeah. if you prefer. It's, even though, as it has been with us too, because it's the, start, the Skywalker saga, one to nine, so we had to obviously take pieces from it, and that's, it's the final to this story. This was, this was the first film I felt that truly kept it just to them, like it was about them. They gave them, it gave them more story, than mm-hmm. it? It expanded yeah. their characters so you know a bit more about them rather than just being there yeah. as filler between like old characters and stuff. Yeah. So that it definitely definitely did that, like you said. Um, I think it was they did a really good job with the F- Carrie Fisher's layer scenes, mm. even though it was unfortunate because you can tell she wasn't actually there. <laughs> sort of, you can tell like. Like the awkwardness of some of the scenes because they've had to work dialogue around mm. the footage that they have of her. Yeah. But even with that, they've done a good job a in good job, making I mean. her a key part of the film. I mean, they've kind of like been able to like hone the craft when it comes to that because they had to do it in Rogue One as well, didn't they? Mm. With um, Tarkin. 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 Mm. I can't remember the uh, the actor's name, but obviously they had to do the same with him. And that one kind of shows. Mm. This one's a bit better mm. when it comes to it. I mean. You've got to work with what and, you've and got. Some, and some parts is just me like, no, like watching films. Like when they've got the back turned, yeah. you know that it's a different actress yeah. and just putting voiceover. So that's nothing wrong. That's just being a film. Using what you have. Review, yeah. Knowing how films are produced. Which, but the way they did it and incorporated it, I thought was really good. Right? And the introduction of like a lightsaber and her being more Jedi-wise mm. as opposed to... Those, I know there's some aspects in like the expanded universe of her being more oh, yeah, of, of force stuff, but in the films there was none of it until yeah. this. Obviously, last film she did the like force Superman like getting back into the yeah um, that thing. <laughs> but to be honest, it's kind of good that they did because she is all, all she is she is the sister of Luke. Yeah, so she's going to have still the, the daughter of Anakin yeah, and still the daughter of Anakin. So she's going to have powers. Obviously, yeah. she is. And they had that, they had a really good flashback scene of Anakin and Luke, yeah, Anakin and Luke, uh, <laughs> Luke and Leia uh, sparring. Yeah, true. And the CGI'd the younger faces onto them as well. Mm-hmm. Which was pretty good. I thought that was really good, especially, and a small thing, which was quite nice, was the green lightsaber mm-hmm. they used. What happened to that? The green lightsaber? Mm-hmm. What for? Luke. I don't know. Did he, he must have got rid of it or something. Just chucked it. Because he has, because well, the blue one that, Ray Berries, that's Anakin's. Yeah. And the other one Luke's one. 
Luke's one, which broke in Last Jedi, was blue. Yeah. So where's the green one sided off to? We'd have to look into it a bit more and find There's probably some, some comic somewhere that explains it, but that's just bottom of the head. Can't lose his green one. Not the green one. Uh, I like to raise golden one at the end. Yeah, the yellow one, like type one. Mm-hmm. It's good. I mean, it gives it a bit more mm-hmm. extra. I mean, if you look into the expanded universe, there's specific colours for yeah. what you are mm-hmm. when it comes to your force powers. I mean, yeah. like, um, obviously, we know when Mace Windu mm-hmm. wanted his lightsaber, he wanted it purple, did he? Yeah, just so, so they, we could see where it was. Just so we could see where it was. But in the expanded universe, they've used that and said that if you're a purple, mm-hmm. you. You're kind of like on the side of between light and dark mm. as well. You're quite a powerful Jedi mm. towards the, the dark side. Mm. You've got anger, but you use it for the light. Mm. It's a bit of a weird one. Mm. It's the same like the blue the blue lightsaber is for um, just normal knights that prefer to use lightsabers than their force powers. Yeah. And green is for more force powery people yeah. who, who prefer to use their powers like Yoda, yeah. Qui-Gon Jinn, Luke, yeah. which in a way you could news with Luke's not having his lightsaber because he prefers to use his force powers. Mm. Yeah. It's it's a very long-winded type thing. I mean, the, there is an explanation, explanation for the yellow one, but I can't remember it. Right. There is a specific thing, but that's like expanded universe, and yeah. this is just different. It's just they've given Ray a yellow. I mean, it might have meaning for like people who are like super fans who know this sort of stuff. Who go, oh, I know why she's got. I know why she's got that. Yeah. I felt like like the hilt was very good, like the claw thing going up. I don't know on the hilt. Yeah. I think if I looked at it right, she used that staff that she had, Mm. and you incorporated that into her Mm. lightsaber. That could be interesting. If you have to look at it again, that big staff Mm. that she had, I think she must have used a part of that and made that into a lightsaber. That'd be interesting. I'll have to have a re go over the image of that. Mm. Um, so a big thing. This I think this was the film that used the biggest amount or variety of methods of the force. Mm-hmm. Um, this definitely, yeah. Everything previous this has been tricks. Yeah. Jedi uh, mind tricks, force push, pulling, lifting, choking, yeah. telekinesis, basically. This. Brought a lot more variety of ways. Some I found a bit iffy. Yeah. Some I enjoyed. So I was just going to go through. So one thing I enjoyed was, to a point, was the force healing, where mm-hmm. Ray developed this power to heal he- people and creatures yeah. through the force. I enjoyed that. It was a good um, addition like to this set of powers that the force gives them. But to the point that I don't, didn't like it was at the end, which was Ray dying from yeah. exertion. It was Kylo Ren or Ben Solo at that point resurrecting her. Yeah. Which I didn't like. It's, yeah, I mean, like, she's dead now. Yeah. And we've literally been told you can't bring back the dead. Because mm. if you did that, then that just opened up a whole kind of worm. It's like, why didn't someone yeah. really powerful like Yoda mm. or something try and bring back some other people? Yeah. It's, yeah. Mm. Or maybe it's it's one of those healing ones where it's only quite a few, only a few people can do it. Mm. I mean, because we've obviously been told that Ray's quite powerful. Yeah. And she's, obviously she is, spoilers, she is a Palpatine. Yeah. So she's going to be very, very powerful. So there's obviously only a few people that can do it. Mm. But then obviously, he, like Ben, Ben used it. Yeah. He's only seen 
rarely use it once. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I and, can do it now. And he's apparently drained from the light force. Yeah. So, and that again, the Palpatine draining them of life force to rejuvenate himself. Yeah. Like, that was a new. That was thing. interesting, wasn't it? Because the point that he makes is the bond between you two so strong is what I can draw from. Yeah. Eh, <laughs> I don't know. Bit, it's, bit of a, a convoluted explanation, wasn't it? It's. I understand why it was like the reason. Like the reason that had to happen was because there had to be a big villain scene, yep. a big, well, well it's a quotations big battle. There had to be a final confrontation with Palpatine, and it would be a bit harsh to like beat up a beaten up guy. Yeah, it would have been a bit iffy, but that's the way they brought it in. Mm-hmm. But then it goes into like the final fight scene. If she's so drained, if they're both so drained, how do they overpower this person who's meant to be the strongest force user in the universe for the last hundred years? And he's literally just. Drained the life out of both, both of you <laughs> against one person, and you've just killed him now. Fantastic! <laughs> Something Mace Windu and all the other Jedi Masters could never do, and mm. you've done it. Yeah, just by holding your lightsabers up. Yeah, using your lightsabers and directing the light. Because that, that was the thing, right? Right at the start of that scene, when even before he drained them of life force, mm. he was stronger than them. Like yeah. he, he, he held up the lightsabers. He held up the lightsabers, and then he lifted them up. Mm-hmm. Lightsabers went to the side. Picked them up, drained them, got stronger, you could say. Mm-hmm. Uh, rejuvenated. Then after that, he uses lightning, which then reflects on himself, kill, killing him. Mm-hmm. One, stop using lightning. Yeah. <laughs> Two, just do what you did before. Lift her up, shut the lightsaber mm-hmm. to the side. Come on, think about do, it. Do a bit of Darth Vader stuff, neck choking and such yeah, like. Just think about it a bit, instead of just, oh yeah, we're going to keep going. Because <laughs> it seems like... The lightning power is his only power. Yeah, well, it seems like he's obsessed with it. Yeah, very, very obsessed. And with you it. wouldn't think he like forgets like I know it's about thirty years ago now, or longer because that's uh, the original series. So many decades ago, which like I remember when I had a fight in a room where this has happened mm. before. Well, I tried using lightning and it ended badly for me. Would have been about sixty years then, wouldn't it? Would have been a while. I probably shouldn't try this again. Oh, go on then. Let's try. Let's give it. Try it again. again. I've done it again, and this time instead of being weak, I've died. Yeah, it's actually surprised me. Yeah. A thing I didn't like when it comes to the lightning mm. is it seems like the film was trying to portray that only Palpatines can use lightning, mm. which isn't the case. It's it's not the case. It's, the Force lightning is a is a dark side force power. It's not for just the Palpatines. Because oh, if you remember... Dooku. Dooku could do it. He's not a Palpatine. Dooku could do it. That's a... Yoda could do it. Yoda? Well... I know you don't like that. Like I say, you, you can... Anyone can do it. It's, mm. job, it's not just like an inherent ability of the Palpatines. It's something you've got to learn. It's something you've got to be a dark side user for. Palpatine's trademark, though. Exactly. It is his trademark. It. Yeah, it is his trademark, but it's, it's kind of like it, it kind of portrays that because mm. as someone who's, if someone wasn't a super fan, they'd think, oh, Palpatine's, they can just use Force Lightning and stuff. They mm. talk about the scene with Ray as well when they're trying to stop the carrier. Yeah. Mm. And she just loses control. Lightning. lightning it, that's it, sorted, you're gone. Made a bit of that. Yeah. And I think that was the biggest showing, like, because that was the bit where it's like he's so overpowered. Yeah. Was when he took out basically the entire fleet just through Force Lightning. Mm-hmm. And he, like, shot into the sky, stopped everything. And thinking about, like, the actual, like, details behind it would be 
how much focus must it take or how does that work where he's able to target all the ships in that vast amount of space and miss his own like that's got to take some concentration it's got to and I don't know how that would work really. it's, it's, it's an interesting one and it? it's a demonstration of the power of him as well which again then again links back to how was he defeated so easily mm-hmm. so I didn't I wasn't happy with the way he went out but I know there wasn't many ways they could do it no Another one that was a good introduction, it, got, it made good story points, but I didn't like it myself, um, was the sort of teleportation aspect of the Force. The fact that due to this bond that Ray and Kylo have, they can physically interact with the space around them and take stuff. Yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit strange. Because it was like when we was, like, obviously it wasn't just the teleporting part, it was the fighting each other. Mm. Like... But they're on different. They're in different places. I mean, how would that work? Uh, the teleporting aspect. I'm thinking of like objects, ne- yeah. the necklace, like the necklace, like yeah. transport, Vader's mask, Vader's drops. mask, and then at the end, the, the lightsaber. But I'm saying like from that telekinetic, like that type of thing. It's the same with obviously then fighting. They've got to kind of like teleport themselves to that place mm. to fight them, because otherwise it's just gonna look a bit weird. Because like someone just watching swinging. The, swing the, the stormtroopers will just be watching Kylo Ren talking. Trying to hit somebody, there's nothing there, and it's like he's actually lost the he's plot. Lost the plot. <laughs> what is he doing? <laughs> it's like thank God that they always find a nice empty space that no one's around. Well, nobody else is. Well, Kyle doesn't have to moan too much because if anyone argues with him, like it's just like he just kills him. Yeah, Ray's probably just the luckiest because she always finds like an empty spot. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I it was good for points in the film, mm-hmm. like finding a. Um, talk in the conversing. I found this like tap conversing better than number like the Last Jedi because yeah. even though it was pretty, essentially the same thing with a bit of an edit teleportation aspect to it, it was a lot more interesting than mm. the just back and forth thing that Last Jedi had. Like what are you doing? Why are you doing this? It's just yeah, instead like that. Yeah. So yeah, I enjoyed it, but it was also a yeah. bit iffy. One thing that I thought about as well is um, when it comes to force powers, as one is the Force Ghost. Mm. it seems a lot of them are doing it now and again it's, it seems like the, the the films are portraying that all Jedis when they die mm. become a forced ghost because well, you, had, you had Luke in the last one yeah. then you had Leia when she used all her strength to just say and then that's it and then you obviously had Ben when he died yeah. he became a forced ghost as yeah. well it's like you do realise, right, to be a Force ghost, it takes a lot. Yeah, this was apparently something that you needed tons of training to do. Like, at the end of Revenge of the Sith, it was like, yeah. uh, Yoda says to Obi-Wan, Qui-Gon's going to come in and teach you all the aspects yeah. and how to do this. I've got a task for you while you're in exile. Yeah. You know, it's going to take a while for yeah. them to do it, and then Kylo Ren just, can just do it. Done it. Um, Leia, I can sort of believe, because you never know what her training's been, and she might have had, she might have had it as a hobby. Maybe Luke but, told her about yeah. it. Yeah, and Luke's had... God knows how many years or he's sodded off to this island. Yeah, a few of them, fair enough, but, but Kylo Ren is no. a definite no-no. That's that's not right. Mm. Unless maybe it's a side effect of the healing. But then again, oh, no. no. I, th- I think it's... Just, well, it's, they don't have, it's a good way to get rid of the character. Like, yeah, like, that's it. He's gone now. And they can probably just say, like, Leia, because they disappeared at the same time, didn't mm-hmm. they? Um, so she probably had a hand in it. No, she didn't. Disappeared at the same time. They did. When Kylo disappeared, that's when Leia disappeared. Because the body was still there when Poe was there, remember? 
Ah, yeah, I'm trying to remember. I was trying to. Remember. I thought she, yeah, she died when she said then, but then the ghost goes stayed until she went until he went. Sorry, yeah, yeah my bad. Um, another one that so I just want to talk about like cameos. Mm. There's quite a few, some just audible and some actually in presence. Uh, one was Han, yep. which I saw to be either hallucination or memory vision or like some sort of him just conflicting with himself and talking to a, a vision of his father because cause I think it was like maybe it's a force ghost but he's never been trained in the force well the way that I, I thought about it was it's not a force ghost because he wasn't a force user mm. it's more like Kylo Ren you like conflicting with his own emotions yeah. and because of that the force is like projecting his emotions into mm. the figure of his dad mm. who he's got most issues with when it comes to it yeah so obviously that's like face it mm. face it right now yeah kind of way which well, was i mean i thought i thought that was pretty good yeah i, I enjoyed the inclusion and he still looks all right for god knows how old he, is he now. must be nearly 80 now yeah. but it's the case of like when you look at it it, it, it was good because it went through the Force Awakens just before Han died, mm. it pretty much said the same thing. Like, I don't know if I've got the strength to. Do, I know what I have to do, mm. and then it's like, yeah, I do. And then he goes, Dad, and then that's it. You know, yeah, you know now that he's bent or well, he's bent again. again. He's not Kylo Ren anymore, which was good. Mm. So the one was uh, Luke. So he comes and gives Ray scolding when she yeah. tries doing the same as he did. Yeah. Just comes to the island and. Just try and sod up away from everything. I actually, I miss. I thought when she beat uh, Carol Ben mm-hmm. and left, I thought she was going to Exegol. You reckon? Yeah. Like when she left in the carrier and she arrived at the island, I was thinking, what the heck is she doing here? Yeah. And then he was like, oh, she's having a paddy. <laughs> because she's having Seth, a massive paddy. Sith uh, lineage. I thought it was a good inclusion. It's it was a quite funny entrance mm. when she chucked her lightsaber and he like grabbed it from outside. Yeah, from his... don't do that. <laughs> like I like this lightsaber. I don't I don't know when the green one's gone, but I like this one. <laughs> Stop doing that now. Um, I think that was good, and I think even though it was only a short part, mm. it was also a good, a better inclusion than he was in the whole yeah. of Last Jedi. I, I mean, I don't want this to be like a whole thing on Last Jedi, but this was like. Just a really good move, and yeah, I, think it was best, pretty good. I think the best of the trilogy as well. Another another cameo, obviously, was Lando. Yep, Lando Calrissian. That was a good inclusion in mm. a way, and he definitely was a part of it as well, yeah. didn't he? Character like he's not played it since the the Return of the Jedi. So it's been a while, but he's still brought it in, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Exactly, he's brought it. What he is, and but good. obviously, like you said before, like even though we've had all these cameos and everything, it's not like overshadowed. Yeah, they've overcome all. Of the others, I mean, like, because I th- I liked how obviously with Finn they expanded his character into like you were a stormtrooper, you had the feeling to stop, and then you brought in these other deserters as well. Yeah, that obviously show that he wasn't just the only one; they're not just mindless soldiers. Yeah, they can think about what they want to do. Mm. It was nice that they brought in more more stormtroopers that turned the back on it, mm. and not, they were not these just generic people in white helmets. Yeah. It's, it's good how uh, kind of a cameo, but also like, it's a cameo of a place, Endor. Mm. They brought Endor back in. Uh, with the Ewoks. Yeah. Well, that was at the end, but I'm saying that because that was where the Death Star ruins yeah. were, which was quite good. And then the final like collaboration cameo was during, well, there was several, like there was this 
during the start, we already mentioned mm-hmm. like uh, James Earl Jones, yeah. Andy Circus, like Snoke and Darth Vader. And then during the final part, I actually went in, uh, went and looked it up afterwards. But like the final part with the Jedi's talking to mm-hmm. Ray, so that was Neeson, mm-hmm. both versions of Obi Wan, mm-hmm. so Ewan McGregor and Alec something, um, Goodwin, is it? I think so. Yeah, something like, something like that. Um, Anakin, so the Hayden Christensen um, version, Yoda, obviously, yeah. Mace Windu. And then they also brought in characters from other aspects, not just films. So they brought in Ahsoka, which is a character from okay. Clone Wars. Yeah. Kanan, which I believe is a character from Star Wars Rebels, yeah. which was new TV. And apparently they brought in the character. Now, this one, they can't confirm because he's done a lot of animated characters, but the voice of Galen Marek mm. from The Force Unleashed. Oh, okay. That's he, cool. he was, But he's done a lot of characters, so you can't really narrow down yeah. which one it was. But I think it was Galen Marek because from his... From what it was canon. Yeah. So they brought in a lot, and so yeah, all the main ones, but at the time, I couldn't really differentiate them because they do speak quite That's pretty good, though, I don't know. Not Yoda, but you something. can hear that. <laughs> so throughout the whole three films, it's, it's been a big thing on like Ray's pa- uh, like parentage. Yeah. Like, there's been a big focus. Like the first film was who is this random girl who's taken over mm-hmm. as the main character, as it were? Then the second film, it was. She's no one. She's her own thing. And then third film, it's okay, it's, not, it's not parents. It's the grandparent. Yeah, but in a way, it's the parents as well. I mean, a mum. I think Palpatine. It was Palpatine's son, her father. Yeah. So that that one was a bit. It was a bit bit weird. I felt. Which regard? When the hell did Palpatine have a son? To be honest, I mean that he, one's weird. He must have had quite a bit of free time. All he did is sit in his chair. I know. <laughs> Who would have his kid? Who would have his kid? He's like not the most evil person ever. And you're like, yeah, I'll have your I'm, kid. I'm into that. I'm into that. But it's the fact that his his son obviously wasn't steered towards the dark side. He was like I said, no one. He tried to protect. Right. Yeah. And then Palpatine pretty much had them killed. Yeah. And then. Obviously, to bring in Ray, it was it was, it was just a bit it was just a bit weird. I mean, it was like everything was. Again, this is back to the Abrams coming in to close it all together. But mm-hmm. from the start, it's been kill Ray, kill Ray, kill Ray, kill Ray. Yeah. Even at the start of this film, it was I charge you, Kylo, with going and killing the scavenger. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, I've wanted never, you. To, I've never, never wanted, wanted to you. Kill I've you. wanted you to come and be the Empress of the Empire. What? Just like. You've been given a lot of mixed messages, yeah. Grandpa. Lots of mixed messages. It's just ridiculous, isn't it? Um, and then one of the small things, because like, I mentioned in The Last Jedi, I didn't like the character of Hux, mm-hmm. General Hux. And in this new one, he this was a... That was strange. One. This was a funny moment for us. I don't know if people would find it. Like, it's just our humour, but when he was like, I don't want you to win. I just want Kylo Ren to lose. It was just like... That, uh, mean, that means they win then. <laughs> oh, he's, uh, Strange. Found it, found it funny, and I still didn't really like the character. No. I thought it was sort of a good turning because it sort of a good way to get rid of the character. Yeah. Because uh, he gets obviously shot afterwards by the general general, general pride who's been in it since the, the, start, the original yeah. start, uh, original trilogy. So I thought it was a good way to the end end the character, but I think we, we it was just a bit. We we found it funny it as just, opposed yeah. to. What it was meant to be, really. like a twist or whatever. It's yeah. like, nah, it's a bit predictable. That was, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, do you want to go? Um, one thing I found a bit weird was 
Finn and his love interest. Yeah, I had that. Because he had like three on the... Or two, yeah. two, two and a half on the go. Well, we we obviously had from The Last Jedi, we had Rose. Mm. But that was played down a lot in this one. That was taken out. That was pretty much taken out. I mean, I kind of like that they did that because yeah. Rose was really annoying. Mm. Like, really, really annoying. Mm. Like, obviously, you know the part that I hate. Oh, yeah. When it comes to Last Jedi. We don't win... Yeah. By fighting, we win by it. saving what we love. Yeah, but you do that by fighting, <laughs> don't you, Rose? And then we have it. the other stormtrooper, which I say in half because some sort of romantic interest in there, but it wasn't Janna. Really explicit. Yeah, with, um, with, with Janna. That was that wasn't much. No. But then obviously it was with with Ray a yeah. little bit, and it never sort of went anywhere. That was yeah. That that was one of the things I had as a loose end. Because it was like the first half of the film, it sort of like meandered around yeah. it, and then like when they're getting drained into the metal sand it was like I've got something to tell you and I'm not going to get back to it for the whole film I'll tell you later never does it's like I mean I'm pretty sure we know what he wanted to say but then it's weird because of the Rose character yeah it was that was a bit bit too much wasn't it it was a bit off it just it just seemed a weird inclusion yeah it was it was a bit strange Um, because I mean then you had well, then you had obviously Ray kissing Kylo. Yeah, that was. I didn't need it. Um, I don't think I, that was I needed. Did, it wasn't needed, but I know why he was there. It was mm. Because he was about to. He died, going to die and disappear. So they needed some big finale moment for him to go out on, and a kiss is more dramatic than a hug. Mm. A lot of love interests going on during a war, isn't there? <laughs> yeah. I mean, because you had Poe and. I um, can't remember what that woman was called from. Uh, Oh, I can't remember her name. She was a good character. Yeah. Enjoyed her character. That was quite funny at the end where he was like, yeah. Ray, Ray, like raising his eyebrow. Ray, yeah. Nope. nope. <laughs> okay. Okay. Got it. An interesting one, because uh, you've not played Uncharted, have you? No. Um, the the dress up that Poe has, mm-hmm. um, like the thing across his thing and the white shirt and the belt, he looks a spitting image of the Drake character from Uncharted 3. Duh. And I listened to a thing uh, by Nolan North who who's the voice actor for Drake in those games and he's he knows J.J. Abrams is a big fan of the games and he asked him and he said it's it's it's, it's, it's intentional an mm. intentional likeness oh fair enough a funny introduction characters was the Bob, Babu Frick Babu Frick yeah that was uh, that was funny <laughs> he's a funny character like the whole engineering yeah. little uh, Whatever it was. Brought him back up for the fight at the end. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Just made everyone laugh, though. Because I find that the Star Wars, like the, the modern ones, like it makes you laugh a bit more as well. Yeah. It? It's got a, quite a few light-hearted things, and mm. it's really funny. Yeah. I did like that. It was a good character. Yeah. A few questions for you. Mm-hmm. Do you think this film did the series justice? What, to, f- to be a finale of the nine yeah. films? I think so. Because I think it was a good ending mm-hmm. to everything. It finalised most things, mm-hmm. apart from those characters, which they could always do in a new a new film. And I think they pretty much finished everything off. Mm-hmm. And they sort of kept like overarching things, like Palpatine mm-hmm. being basically the villain of the entire saga now, one, two, nine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like each stage is... Like the first stage, we've talked about this in the previous podcast, mm-hmm. but like the first stage being like the setup yeah. for the Empire, the Empire with the Skywalkers, uh, that Skywalker conflict, mm-hmm. and then 
like the post, like the results of that initial fight, the remnants of that, like mm-hmm. Han, Luke, like the original characters, and how it was cleared up, how yeah. the remnants of the Empire, the First Order, that now has been cleared up. So I think it did a very good job of closing everything. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think it did. I think it was a really good film, and I think, like you said, a lot of the, the storylines were brought to the right end, mm. in a way, and closed off what it is now, because you can't do much. You can't keep milking the, the Skywalkers and Palpatine yeah. now, really, can you? So they need to try and do something new, and I think they've definitely closed this, this way off quite well. Just one thing, like, maybe at the end, which I still don't understand, is why did Rey call herself a Skywalker? Um, I don't I, understand I, that. I think she did that because her, like, when she saw the visions of mm-hmm. Luke and Leia, that's because it's, like, like it's mentioned earlier, like, the three films have been, like, a parentage of Rey. Mm-hmm. I think she's, like, accepted them as her parents, mm-hmm. as Luke as a dad and Leia as her mom, although... Luke, I can't really see as much just because we didn't really have much interaction later. No. See, but I think that's the reason why she took their name mm-hmm. as a Skywalker. Maybe as well because of where she was, because Tatooine, yet again. Oh, she got nostalgic and just thought, you know what would be a really good name from this sand? I'm going to go back to the place where it all was. Mm-hmm. Tatooine is like the most visited planet in the Star Wars saga. It's got to be. Really it's, ridiculous. <laughs> it's one they kept going back to anyway. Yeah. The Dio bot, like the wheel, oh. the wheel bot. That was strange. It was a strange one, but found out the uh, JJ Abrams voiced that robot. Did it? Yeah. So it's way of putting himself in the film. Yeah. That Dio film, Dio thing was just weird. Don't understand why. It was. It was kind of like. Have you seen uh, Toy Story Four? And uh, no. have you seen? Have you heard about Forky? I've seen it. <laughs> it's like that, really, isn't it? It's just like a makeshift little thing that I just thrown in. Mm. It's quite funny. And then <clears throat> the thing, like C three PO in the film, mm-hmm. I felt they included like he had a lot of diet, like a relatively amount, mm. large amount of dialogue in comparison to other films during the first half, leading up to his apparent sacrifice, yeah. and then with and then. Then it was reversed by R2-D2 putting in a memory pack. Yeah. So, so I didn't really... Even though it would have been sad, yeah. I would have preferred for him to have actually lost his memory. Like, Do you reckon? I felt it just... They put a big focus on him, mm-hmm. and I thought it was for this payoff of him like losing his memory or something like that. Yeah. And then they scrap it, and then they basically scrap Bring it. Bring him back, yeah. So that whole build-up, mm-hmm. it still had that payoff of him sacrificing himself, but it's like, sort of went back on itself again. Yeah, bit of a strange one, but it's the case of, do you want to, do you want to, like, mess up with everyone and then completely get rid of C-3PO there or make him back to his original way? Mm. I think it would have had more meaning for what he did. Possibly, yeah. Because now it's just, I mean, even stated, oh, R2, he doesn't have the storage. Oh, he does. Yeah, true. Um, <clears throat> so I think it would have had more meaning. I like, understand why he did it, because it's just like, Notable character. I think he's the only character. Oh well, him and R two D two are the only characters that have been in every yeah. Star Wars film. <clears throat> but yeah, that was my thoughts. And then it was just the battle scenes. Mm-hmm. They had some of the ba- best battle scenes I thought of the entire series. That's pretty good. I did like the fights. So there were the ones I noted was like Kylo versus Raid on the Death Star remnants. Yeah. Um, thought that was really good because I think that was one of my favorite incorporation of force and lightsaber battles. Um, really good. 
sort of like when he with Leia at the end, like mm-hmm. Colin as a winning, like yeah, yeah. Know, fair enough. But the actual fight with the waves, the force use, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed. It was really good, wasn't it? It was mm. action packed. Mm. Definitely. Um, and then the only other one was the final battle world with Palpatine. Mm. And, well, and associated, like, Kylo has to fight the Knights of Ren. Yeah. Finally make an appearance. There was, there was one that I kind of thought was, like, um, maybe, you know, when I said before, obviously, like, they didn't copy. I think they kind of did a bit here. It was the um, the speeder scene. Yeah. That was kind of, like, maybe um, copying off the speeder scene from... Return of the Jedi mm. a little bit, but that was pretty good. I did like that. Yeah. First thing I thought when they were going to that was pod racing. <laughs> like when, yeah. when he started fiddling with the wires, going, "What can you do?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really enjoyed that, and they did have that short like battle, didn't they? Like yeah. when, when she jumped over and slashed. That was a really cool scene. That was fun. That's everything for battle for me. Mm-hmm. Anything extra? But well, that's not really. I think we've got covered those battles here. Worst part, do you reckon? Any worst parts? I think just some of the Force editions, like, they could be taken, like, how come they didn't do this prior, and some, like, mm-hmm. basically, like, loose end type mm. stuff, fair enough. I think the last thing that I've thought about, really, for it is, like, um, obviously, we said, like, this should round off everything, but it, it seemed to me, like, near the end, they tried to say, like, oh, we could do sequels to buy this. Through which way? Uh, through Lando and uh, Janna. Because when he when, when I just Jana, found that scene weird. It was a bit weird, wasn't it? It mm. was it was Jana saying like, "Oh, where are you from, uh, General? Oh, the Gold System. What about you? I don't know. Let's find out. Well, let's find out. Yeah, so it's like it was. I, I don't think that was to potential spin off, but I think it was more so just just like send off the Lando character mm. as opposed to just letting him. Basically, saying he's just going to go on an adventure, trying to find out where the stormtroopers came from, yeah. helping them. Uh, but I think there will be sequels. I mm. don't know how soon they'll be, and I don't know whether they'll keep these characters. Yeah, probably. They might, they, might they, do incorporate them again because they've taken the time to build them. Yeah, but yeah, I think there are going to be sequels. I don't know if it's going to be them potential side series, but I doubt it mm. because they're not big enough. Like she's literally been introduced in the last hour of the film. Yeah, and I, I doubt the actor who plays Lando because he didn't. Like it didn't appear in 7 and 8, which I'm sure he would have been offered to. Mm-hmm. Only appeared in this for a short period of time, so I don't think... He couldn't do much more, could he? I mean, he's, he's quite old as well. Mm. It's, it's You could try, though. Mm. But I think, like, if they do any more sequels, they've got to add, like, Finn and Ray in it. Yeah. Because it's quite, quite substantial parts of the story now. Yeah. And especially seeing as though Ray is, like, the last, the last Jedi now. Yeah. She's got to do something, and she's, she's got to train them. Do you have anything else? Uh, no, I think we've covered everything for this film. We've done quite a good review. Yeah, it was... I really enjoyed the film. Mm-hmm. I know it's getting mixed reviews, but I think go and watch it yourself because if you just look at reviews and critics and such like that, they're always going to get mixed bag and they're always going to take... I think a lot of them taking from The Last Jedi. And yeah. just, I know we've gone back and forth on those films as well, but um, the film itself is a really enjoyable watch and if you're a Star Wars fan or even if you're not a Star Wars fan, then check it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you very much for listening. We are on social media, Twitter, underscore What's On Podcast, and on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram at what's the What's On Podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you. Bye.